Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we are in Proverbs 22, verse 11 through 12. So let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Open our eyes to see clearly your word, understand it, and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, there there is these verses in particular, just like the last ones that I did. They do have a lot packed in them. So we could spend, you know, 30, 40 minutes on these verses, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to try to just focus on um, the main points and uh, stop there. But verse 11, verse 11 and 12, they both are very similar and they have to do with um, truth. They have to do with honesty, okay, and the importance of that. So verse 11 says, He who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious will have the king as his friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. Um, God loves truth. <laughs> God loves truth, and he loves honesty, people being honest. We have one of the Ten Commandments makes that very clear because one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not lie. Okay, so this is a very important important thing for God. And I tell you what, as a parent, the most frustrating thing for me, and I know I've shared this before, uh, but the most frustrating thing for me is dealing with children lying and teaching that lesson about how abhorrent lying is, how terrible it is, how disgusting it is, atrocious, and all these horrible words um, that we can use to describe lying. Uh, because when people lie and there is no truth, then there's nothing but chaos and confusion, right? It's like walking into a room in your house that is absolutely cluttered with junk and mess, and it's overwhelming, so overwhelming that it just the anxiety it sends your anxiety into the sky and you get stressed and uh, if, if you're the type of person who doesn't like clutter like that and it stresses you out you're probably a person who who gets really frustrated with lying because that's exactly what lying does in a metaphorical sense you walk into the room and it's chaos there is no order so I cannot stand lying cannot stand lying because how, how do you how do you fix things and how do you move forward when you're stuck in a lie? You're stuck in a lie. It's like sinking sand. It's like get it, getting stuck in mud or in snow. You're just spinning wheels and you're not going anywhere. Okay, so let's break these verses down. He who loves purity of heart. Purity of heart is another way to say honesty. Um, so someone who's pure of heart means they are saying what they actually think. Okay? Now, it's important to differentiate that um, because you can say what you think but still be wrong, right? You, you can be wrong. You can, you can say how you actually feel and you can say something to someone and you being honest with, with them on how you feel, right? You're being honest, but it doesn't mean that you're right. But when you marry purity of heart being honest with how you actually think and feel with gracious speech, then you're on the right track. So the idea of speech that is gracious, Solomon's talking about speech that is true, speech that is truth, 
Okay, and remember, what does grace mean? Grace is getting something that you don't deserve, something you have not earned. It's a gift. That's what grace is. And, and if you're getting something, then it must be something right. It must be something true. Okay, so speech is gracious, and whose speech is gracious, it's saying something that is true. So the person who is honest, okay, and they are saying true things as they are being honest, will have the king as his friend. Now Solomon is king, right? So Solomon understands that the best friends are the friends who will tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear okay those are true friends and the best of friends are the ones who tell you what you need to hear and it actually be what you need to hear <laughs> it actually be truth okay for example we can go back into job you remember the story of job and job had everything taken from him and he's dealing with this issue of the pain and the loss and suffering and his friends come to him and they say job you must, have, you must have done something to upset God. That's why he did what he did to you. That's not the truth, right? But his friends are being honest with him and how they feel. But what they're saying is not true. And God corrects them and even scolds them for having told him that. So you can be pure of heart but be wrong in what you're saying. But when you bring them both together then you have something very special and those are true friends. So surround yourself with Christian brothers and sisters who know God's word and who will tell you God's word even in those times when you don't want to hear it. We have too many churches today and too many pastors preaching from the pulpit approving of sin because the culture is telling everyone that they should approve of it. And so they reject God's word, they reject truth and say what people want to hear rather than what they need to hear. And that's only going to lead to chaos because what are they essentially doing? They are spreading lies in the culture. And the more pastors that give in to the peer pressure from the culture and reject God's word and make excuses and try to twist God's word to approve of sin is only going to be like cluttering a room and it's going to be chaos is what it's going to do and it's what it's doing now and so what we need are churches and pastors who are willing to take the brunt of criticism and hate um, by standing firm on God's word and saying nope this is sin this is wrong we cannot approve of this okay verse 12 follows right in line along with this it says the eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge but he overthrows the words of the traitor and this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying alright um, a, a pastor who or a teacher of God's Word who gives in to the cultural peer pressure and makes excuses to approve of sin is a traitor in a sense to God's Word it's a traitor and uh, God is watching and the Lord keeps watch over knowledge okay remember what is what is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom you remember Proverbs 1 7 the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the beginning of knowledge is respect for God. Does a traitor respect the one he, he claims to have allegiance to? No. That's why he's a traitor, 
It's because he does he 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 rejects his leader, his his master, whoever it is. Okay, he's a traitor. He betrays them, and so people teaching and preaching God's word. God is watching truth, and He knows what you're saying, and He keeps watch over it. And you may get along for a while be acting as a traitor, rejecting what he says is truth and knowledge. And you might get, a, get, get along for a little while by disrespecting God and not surrendering to him, right? Not fearing him. You can get along for a little while. But eventually he will overthrow the words of the traitor. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, God's word's been around a lot longer than any preacher preaching today. It's been around a lot longer than me. And it's going to continue after we're all gone, 100, 200, 300 years from now. And the truth is going to remain. The best thing we can do as teachers and preachers and Sunday school teachers and, and, um, and, um, and, and college professors that are teaching God's Word, the best thing we can do is do our absolute best to speak purity of heart and gracious speech, truth and honesty. That's the best thing we can do. <laughs> Because here's the deal. God's Word's not changing, and it's going to stay the way it's always been. Thank you for joining me today. I hope God bless you. I hope this encourages you. Know God's Word. Speak its truth. At the end of the day, these verses are all about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Seek first the kingdom of God. Have a wonderful, blessed day, and I will see you again tomorrow. Bye.